0: They're not that bad. Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom.
1: Yep, I'm here. So Dom. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Tell us about your your weekend. I I heard you got something pretty exciting you want to share.
1: Yeah, I got something pretty big. So Is it that you're pregnant? No, um, me and, well, hey, hey, remember this, hey, hey, you remember this, you remember this, um, do you remember a while back, um, maybe like a few episodes ago, we had on a special guest, our friend Tyler Lahasa. so me and him, and you, kind of, uh, went together and decided, oh, you know what we should probably do is, let's do something on the side, So we've done, in the past, um, I don't know if most of our listeners have listened to our What's Good With episodes or even seen on our YouTube some videos that we've put up. But we started doing that again, but for more content that we don't normally get to touch on on this podcast or movies that are coming out on the weekend that we normally don't get to talk about. Things that, like,
0: we watch, but we don't always have to do an episode on it.
1: Correct. So, like... And one that's coming up uh, to look out for in the future is Unicorn Store. We're going to do some more like B movie type things that we don't get to touch on here. And then maybe even do some news that maybe might be bigger during the week or smaller during the week that we just kind of don't have time for to do on the podcast. So it could be something like Marvel with like uh, the Eternals. We don't get to talk about it too much on here because we're, we're trying to diversify. Okay, we're trying to not just talk about Marvel every single week. Or maybe we talk about something on there that might sound like a good segment on the podcast, but it just doesn't come off right for audio, but it might come off perfectly for video.
0: And when will that be coming out?
1: Um, yeah, it'll... We'll have episodes going up every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, Tuesday will usually be like a, a review, like a shorter review of a movie that we just, like I said, we just won't get to on this podcast. Um, and then Thursday will be us looking towards the weekend and the movies that are going to come out then. We'll try and talk about some news probably in the, the latter episode just to kind of talk about things, like, like I said, things that we won't get to talk about on here.
0: This would be, if we're gonna speak of wrestling terms, mm-hmm. this would be WWE's Raw and SmackDown—the places you want to go. Yeah, <clears throat> and then that would be 205 Live. Sure. What's what's 205 Live? You don't worry about it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's you no, know, that's down. It'd be more like a main event. Okay. What's main event? Swear <clears throat> they they. They film it, you know, mm-hmm. when they film, like, Raw, raw and stuff, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but it's all of, like, the the mid-carters that don't get to come on TV. Mm-hmm. And then they mix in, like, matches you've seen already, but they cut them down. And then they really replay certain segments. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> weird. I try Every once in a while, I'll try to watch it, because sometimes you're be like, oh, Heavy Machinery's on there. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in a while. But um, most of the time, it's like, yeah, you don't really need to watch it.
1: I mean, hopefully it won't be like that. (laughs) Hopefully it'll be like you watch that and you listen to this. This is just us trying to, you know, diversify, you know, expand ourselves.
0: Sounds interesting. And, yeah, like, I I think think it'd be cool, too, because it's something where I can focus on a lot of just getting this podcast ready. And then you guys can focus on a lot of, like, just getting really quick stuff out. And hopefully, like, we can keep going back and forth where I can go on there every once in a while yeah. and talk about, like, some trailer or some movie I saw, or Tyler could come over here and, you know, like, maybe, like, if it is a week where you, you're you not able to, it's like, well, I guess I can call Tyler then, you know, type yeah. of deal. Yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to make it something that we always wanted to do, but we're always, like somewhat hindered ourselves but it's because we get hindered from doing it you know what i mean so just we're always kind of working towards like well what can we do better what can we do more so how can we do blah 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 you know instead of trying to fall into the hole like we talk about where some people even though it's like some podcasts that we actually like i feel like it's sometimes it's like wow it seems like you guys just kind of stood there and like yeah this is fine we got listeners you know we're making money off of this this is this is okay. It's like, well, we want to be better than okay. We want to keep working towards of like, yeah. Hey, you know, maybe in the future we could do this. I maybe we could do that. Maybe we could add this. Oh, maybe we could change this. Stuff. Maybe instead of just Dom segment, you know, we could throw in a segment of mine, or you know, maybe we can do something different. But yeah, you know what I mean. But like, this is all just future talk, and we're just kind of get get things rolling till we get there. Yeah, future talk. Yeah, like. That like back to the future. Yeah. Where you have sex with your mom. Mm, Wait. No. Future, right? That boy ain't right. Oh yeah, that boy ain't right. <laughs> so yeah, I guess be on the lookout for that. Um we'll be posting it whenever it goes up too. So Yeah. And if you haven't already, we still do have our YouTube up, so check it out if you wanna, you know. Uh subscribe right now so you can get the notification so when it comes up live you could be like Wow, I experience history. Mm-hmm. Anyways, check it out. Uh, we'll put links in the bios and etc. and whatnot, and you'll find it. Yeah, we'll make it easier for you to find out oh. how to get there. This is the fucking news. Ron
1: Tomatoes decided that they're going to preemptively strike against all those trolls and incels and people just on the internet who are just terrible um so their new um policy is going to be that you have to have bought a ticket in order to like write a review They're because they had already gotten rid of that where like the people want to see yeah um that because they had that for the longest time where it's like oh yeah this many people want to see this movie and but like obviously with star wars and captain marvel so they're changing it to what's called um, a verified rating. So you just have to prove that you have a, a ticket purchased via Fandango, which is owned by Ron Tomatoes, AMC, Regal, or Cinemark, in order to write a review for this film. Like as um, outside of like the critics, but as like a as someone on the internet, like in in order to. I mean, obviously, they're going to find a way around it. And some people were like, oh, this is just them trying to, like, get, like, more money for themselves because, like, they own Fandango. But it's like, no, they even said, like, they invite, they're inviting more theater chains to do it. So, like, hopefully, like, Harkins would, like, join up and I don't know what's another, like, a roadhouse or something, right?
0: I like the idea. The practice might feel a little bit weird because... I I mean I don't I really don't go on there and you know I don't check a lot of people's uh yeah comments anyways it's mostly just like oh I got this score that's the that's the extent of what I deal with with Round Tomatoes I could see how it would be kind of irritating for some people even people that were for it it's like cool so now I got to go an extra step to go I mean if this was 4 or 5 years ago it would be unheard of. Like, this is so dumb. But we live in an age where most of oh, most of the theaters that we go to, if not all the theaters we go to, yeah. you have to buy tickets online. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, you don't have to, but, you know, you have to reserve a seat. Yeah. So you're always buying tickets online. Yeah. So it's, it's not like it's unheard of to do it and then to have that be something where you can rate some movie or whatever mm-hmm. seems fine, but I can see how, you know, they're right. Like, imagine, you know, I go to Roadhouse and I see King of the Monsters and I, I need a rave about it, but I can't because it's not letting me. Cause yeah. I, I, I bought my ticket online, but I bought it through... Their thing, and so I don't get how you know what I mean. So I could see, I could see how that might be upsetting some people. Yeah, or like, just, or just you know, I mean, it's kind of with a lot of stuff you want it to be like quick. You know, yeah. you just want to go here and there. And if you're gonna be like, oh hey, I saw King of the Monsters, and po- wait, I gotta sign into my what whatever. It's yeah, like my, I can see how that can be a my little verified
1: bit, account. Yeah, off putting or something. Yeah, but at at the same time, I feel like the only people. Not the only people, but most of the people who are going to go on just to, like, give it a lower rating. are they're going to go out of the way
0: anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the other side to it because the people are, like I said, me and you, we're probably not going to ever do it. But there are people out there who want to go on there and they're going to say, okay, well, I guess I got to fucking do this now. As much as they hate it, they're still going to do it. but,
1: But then again, like... To me I feel like that's kind of like a also like a a jab at them cuz it's like well you got to support this movie even if you hate it like in order to to complain about it you got to give them money for it. Yeah. So it's like then and the thing is like then why don't you guys make your own website where you can complain? Like yeah. this is a this is a business that has a website for you guys to rate movies and you decide instead of like rationally like hey you know what yeah this movie has faults but you know like it wasn't a bad film instead you're like women as superheroes not in my universe
0: yeah i I honestly don't think it's gonna really make that big well it's not gonna make that big of a difference to people who are actually on there to do this it will make a difference to the trolls they can't troll like they want to troll
1: yeah trolls
0: but for the people that actually go out of the way um to sit down to write a review to say how they really feel they're gonna go ahead and do it just like you would on like yelp or something right like you have to go on there you have to you know sign in you have to you know say oh hey blah 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 whatever um of course you don't have to verify (laughs) you ordered whatever you know what i mean like you go out of your way to do this stuff just like like i said if it was easier like we, every time we visit the page, it says, you want to leave a review? Maybe. Maybe that would be easier. Maybe I would have done it. But doing this, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect people like me, the people that you know aren't going to go and review something anyways on that yeah. site. But we will look at it to be like, oh, okay. And it does feel like they're trying to go out of the way to say, hey, these are for the, the real people that really saw this movie because whatever, right? No more... Oh, this is I'm not gonna watch the new Star Wars because Ray's not dead yet. And it's like we don't wanna fucking see that comment. No one gives a shit. Yeah. You know, go write it on your fucking blog somewhere yeah. and make a fucking YouTube video about it. But yeah. this is supposed to be for people that are like, Oh, I wonder how I wonder how this movie oh, I see it's doing you know, whatever. I don't know. The <clears throat> The relationship between Ron Tomatoes and us is always like uh, anyways. Yeah.
1: So Sonic the Hedgehog has been pushed back to 2020 because of all the redesigns that we got to go through, I guess, which <clears throat> I told Tyler this, they release early trailers like without completed like visual effects in order to one like entice people, but also two to kind of gauge people on like what how it looks and also like to let them know like hey, this isn't done like just so you know, like this isn't what that's going to look like in the final. Yeah. But people don't seem to understand that.
0: I mean, how many times have you went to a movie and you're like, wait, I don't remember where's that scene in the trailer? Yeah. Hey, where's that scene in the? Tra- I don't remember. Oh, constantly was in the trailer. They
1: they film things. They, the the people who edit trailers they get like early cuts of things and they get a lot of footage that like just doesn't end up being like part of it. Uh, part of the like the full feature and a lot of people just don't understand that um but he was trying to say like we'll see like because they pushed it back that wasn't them knowing that they were gonna have to change it It was like they still knew that this um was still early like vfx at some point they're gonna be like i mean they i didn't know that they were gonna take that extreme step of like hey we got to redesign the whole character but like they were gonna try and tweak something here and there I mean, it's good. It makes it so, like, they're not going to rush it, right, to theaters. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> look at Sonic. <laughs> and it's, like,
0: halfway done. Or at least they're not just pushing it back to push it back.
1: Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, uh, like, minutes. they have, like, no faith in it. So they're like... <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> new minutes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think if you look at it at the big picture, A, you're getting people talking about this movie. Yeah. B... You're going out of your way to say, hey, look it. We know that this is somewhat of iconic for some people. And we're not changing the dynamic of the movie, a.k.a. Suicide Squad. We're just trying to update this character to where you can like physically be happy to see him, right? And I think that's fine because when they they were speaking about it, one thing I didn't think about is like, yeah, this is a kid's movie, but... I think they're kind of trying to bank on the fact that this is somewhat of a a Pokemon type of deal where it's Mm. like, yeah, of course this is a kid's movie, but the Doms and Tylers of the world, they want to see this movie because they grew up with it. They remember this so well. They like these characters. They played the games. Maybe they're not super invested in what's going on right now. We're not doing, you know, Pokemon, I don't know what the fuck they're called, Zion or... (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Diamond X, whatever. They're not doing those fucking Pokemon. They're doing, uh, like, a a somewhat different story with, like, the same characters.
1: Um, To correct you, the latest versions of Pokemon were um, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And the latest ones are going to be Pokemon Sword and Shield.
0: Sounds stupid. Either way. But they know that that's the kind of, you know, they want to get that crowd. And I think the same thing with this movie is they obviously know that this could be a movie that parents are going to take their kids to or, you know, the kids are going to want to see him. But they also are hoping, I think, that this is going to be a movie that, like, me and you would go see because it's like, oh, yeah, like, Sonic, let's, yeah. let's go see it. And it's like, we're not bringing kids with us, you know. We're not, you know, there for whatever. We just we want to see a Sonic movie. And I think that them fixing Sonic in that way is kind of like a hey, we we know that you guys are there, and we know you guys are going to watch this movie. We're showing you. We're going out of our way to hopefully this will pay off to where you will go see the movie. Yeah. And I think I think even now with them pushing it back because, you know, they're working on it, I think that this whole um, ordeal has officially or already bought seats for those movies because yeah. there's going to be people that were going to be like, Oh yeah, that's the the Sonic movie. Remember how they looked all ugly? Yeah, and you know they went and to change it. Let, yeah, we should go watch and that. And it's
1: gonna come out Valentine's Day next year. So which means you can take your date to go see it too. Yeah,
0: and or then, if you're single, you could just say, "No, this seats for my date. She hasn't got here." Mm, yeah, and then you can make oh she and she got in a car accident, Wrong way driver. It's fine.
1: Hopefully they have their own showings. So 2021, that's when Acura will be. I've already been, like, raving about it, but at the same time being, like, kind of reserved about it because I'm, like, I it's, like, on paper it sounds good, right? Taika Waititi, Akira, I mean, right? Sounds good. But then, then again, it's, like, I know that, like, the development for this film has been, like, off and on, and they've been wanting to ma- Americanize it so much, and, like, they want, like, <sighs> the whitest actors to be in it. Which is just, any,
0: like... With any of those type of movies, it's always going to be the problem.
1: But, like, the thing is, it's like... As I've, like, described to you about this movie, it's like... But it's, like, it's a Japanese, like, story. Like, so it's like, why wouldn't you get, like, Japanese actors? Like, who who cares? Like, you already have the big name with Taika Waititi, right? Like, why do you need, like... Like, I feel like you could make stars out of people who are not big names.
0: Yeah. Well, but we've talked about this... A bunch of times mm. we talked about this with like trans people right mm. where they're giving these roles to non-trans people and people say well it's because we're trying to get uh seats or uh people in the seats and we need a big name cool but then why don't you just start building these trans workers to become a more familiar name yeah so then you know uh, like instead of just having a, what's what's the girl from um, Orange is the New Black? I don't
1: remember her name.
0: Um, with her, I feel like that's one of the few that people actually know, that, you know, they know her name because the show's so big that she's become a, a star. And <clears throat> that's one out of how many, you know? And, like, th- even to the point where one time we had uh, a story about trans people or, like, uh, trans um, actresses. And I was like, I never heard of any of these people. Yeah. And 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 it's just like
1: It's because they, they, they have when they finally get a role, it's such like a small role, or it's in something that's very niche, or like it's in a like in a movie where like we don't see until the next year Assassination <laughs> Nation, right? Yeah. Where but, like, it turns out, like, hey, like, she's just as just a good of enough actress as, like, all the other actresses in this film. Yeah. It's, like, so, like, why don't they get bigger? Like, why don't they get more roles?
0: Yeah. And and this translates to people of color. To yeah. people, like, you know, especially, yeah. like, Asian and Japanese market. where like, like,
1: I think that's the most, right? Or yeah. Asian is, like, the one where it's, like, they have, like, the least recognition.
0: Yeah, because... You could say, like, well, there's a ton of, like, Asian actors and actresses. True. But how many of those are... Uh, how many of those, like, yeah. Japanese actors in general or Asian actors in general, anyone from that region, how many of those people, they just... They will just throw them into a... Uh, like, a Mission Impossible role, right? Yeah. It's it it's not very... Like, it's mostly, like... Well, oh, like, one thing we talked about before with, like, Jackie Chan doing um, The Foreigner. Mm-hmm. It's, like... It's cool that we're seeing something different, but he also said when doing The Foreigner, I would love to do a role where I don't fight. Yeah. And it's like, huh,
1: yeah. And then even to take that film as an example, it's like what they decide to do is like Jackie Chan is Chinese and he's supposed to be playing someone who's Vietnamese. And it's like they just like substitute one like ethnicity for another. (laughs) And it's like, that's not how that works. Like you can, I mean, we... (laughs) To generalize, Americans don't know like the difference, but like anyone from like if I saw like an actor like playing pretending to play a Mexican in a film, even though her last name is specifically Italian, I'm pretty (laughs) sure I can tell that she's not Mexican.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's one of those things where it's like we've come so far now with being inclusive that we can go out of our way to say, look, so and so would be a really good actress, but She's of, like, Taiwanese descent. And yeah. we're looking specifically from someone who's from, uh, like, Malaysia or whatever, yeah. right? Or we're looking for someone who they have to be from this part of, Jap- of Japan. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah, maybe it's not the easiest, but I'm almost positive if you just take, like, that extra little bit of time to say, like, oh, there's all these other people. That yeah. you can say, like, hey. Because I think um, the guy in Power Rangers... Was't remember wasn't he just like like an actor from overseas or something I think like so, that, yeah, and it's like he he did really well, mm-hmm. you know that's that's a great stepping stone to have a career here, and now imagine if he did that tenfold, yeah, you know, imagine if you did that to a point where you didn't have to make a big deal about like casting these people in Milan, right, because you could just see like, oh yeah, oh so and so she's a great actress, we have to put her in here
1: well, one thing is I saw Aladdin. And what they did with that was that they actually, like, cast people of Middle Eastern descent. Yes, Naomi Scott is, like, half Middle Eastern, half white. But at the same time, it's, like, it's Naomi Scott. So, it's, like, you guys better shut up. But then again, it's, like, but then they cast, like, the rest of the cast is, like, of Middle Eastern descent. So, it's, like, that's what you would want rather than them, like, cast John Krasinski to play Aladdin, right? Like, do you really want to see him in brownface? I mean... Oh, he'll get butts in the seats. I guess, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, this is something that's been going on forever. Even when we try to say, "Well, maybe this could," or "Maybe that's fine," like, like, like with like a story they, like, um, what's the one? Uh, like Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, look that at movie Ghost in was the fine, shell. but it still shouldn't have been Scarlett Johansson.
1: Yeah, she does a great job. Like at Scarlett Johansson, she yeah. always does a great job. But and, the pro- and the and the movies, the movie's great. Yeah, but the problem is like. Maybe you shouldn't have cast someone who's, I don't know, not Asian and is completely opposite. Obviously white. <laughs> obviously white. Her name is Scarlet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like the biggest thing for us is doing the last airbender. Oh. And God. going out of your way mm-hmm. to cast these like these people that are, are obviously not supposed to be white. Yeah, and then you make them white, and, then and you I ma- think in I think in the movie are other people uh-huh. of like um like, of like in well because
1: yeah, Inuit's the uh, is that's an incorrect term. It's, yeah,
0: it's not First Nations anymore either. It's, it's I forgot what it's
1: called. Yeah, indigenous
0: to that area. Yes, but in that movie, aren't there aren't like people around them mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, but then it's like. But how did you and so? What what? I think
1: is funny too is like all the good all the good guys in that movie are white, and all the bad guys are like played by people of color. It just makes me think that it. This goes to my theory of um, that. What's his name? Uh, M Night Shyamalan thinks he's a white person inside because you know how they always say write for like you usually write for the people that 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 you know that you are. Yeah, and he writes for like only white people. It's weird. Have you noticed
0: that? Yeah, actually when you bring it when you when you set it out like that, it's like, yeah. Especially when it's like obviously white people.
1: Yeah, it's like no one else can play this role.
0: Oh yeah, no. Always talking about M. Night Shampoo.
1: Who who knows? Um it I mean it is Taika White He's great, awesome. Who knows, right though? Yeah. Sir, uh, uh, get the fuck out of the front of my store. Fuck you! you fuck that Yo, I'm
0: out. Stay out of my fucking room, Stevie. After. Ah! Ah! getting like shit today, see. Looks cool to me. I'm
1: moving. Stevie. Hey, hey, y'all not supposed to be around here. Get the fuck out. Hey, the little nigga with the Toys R Us badge, come here. You can't say nigga, I don't think. You fucking Sheryl Crow looking motherfucker.
0: (laughs) This is awesome. I've never been in a car without someone's mom or dad before. You're so cute. Gonna get the age before guys become dicks. Ow. Oh fuck! fuck Yo, what bad. the fuck? Oh shit! You think you're pretty cool? They're ghetto ass friends. You good? <laughs> you think you're tough and shit? You're just a little fucking kid. A lot of the time, we feel like our lives are the worst, but think if you looked at anybody else's closet, you'd trade your shit for their shit. So let's go.
1: We ride a piece of wood, like what that does to somebody's spirit. Hey, my mom!
0: My mom! Stevie, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? i fucking taking your shit. Yo, Stevie, fucking insane. Fuck <laughs> him. Oh, <damn, boy. laughs>
1: Mid-90s shows us a moment in time. Being in love with skateboarding was all you need in life. Life when you're 13 can be hard. For Stevie, played by Sonny Solcek, being in a house with an asshole big brother and a clingy mother, he don't have much of life. But when he spots a few kids across the street skateboarding, his intrigue grows, and it's not long before he befriends the group, consisting of Ruben, played by Gio Galicia, Fourth Grade, played by Ryder McLaughlin, Fuck Shit, played by Olin Prunat, and Ray, played by Knock Smith. Learning the ropes and skating, as well as the dynamics of the group, Stevie starts to love this new life and everything that comes with it. But not everyone feels like Stevie does. Ruben starts to turn sour on Stevie, and his older brother Ian, played by Lucas Hedges, seems more relentless than ever. Drinking, smoking, getting with his first girl, getting a new board, all of it, good or bad, breathes life into Stevie. Even standing up to his brother and lashing out his mom. But this lifestyle might be harder on him than he thinks, as one night after a day of drinking and skating at the skate shop leads the group to a party, and while drunk, fuck shit drives and crashes. Stevie is the only one hurt in the rollover, and he's rushed to the hospital. While finishing paperwork, Stevie's mom sees his friends pass out in the waiting room, waking up Ray to ask if they want to come see him. With a feeling of relief in the air and a new outlook for the group, fourth grade pops in a tape. It's the video he's been working on for these past few months. Mid 90s.
0: Mid 90s. Mid 90s. A movie about the mid 90s.
1: And it takes place in the. Mid-90s.
0: Oh, yeah. um, what did oh. you think?
1: You know what? This is one that I actually did see in theaters. You know what? I actually really like this one. Um, I thought, you know, for being Jonah Hill's, like, directorial debut, I thought, you know, he did a pretty good job with it. Like, I, w- one thing rewatching this movie, I noticed something that they did was they added, like, the scratch effects to make it look like it was shot on film. Or maybe it was shot on, like, film,
0: it was actually shot on film. Um, it was something that he, they were, he was talking about. They wanted to intercut uh, 16 to intercut with so-and-so so it would look better, right? And that's yeah. also why, which is actually cool, because now I think about it, I was like, I didn't even fucking notice that. <laughs> it was a 4 by 3 ratio? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I legit did not notice that. Like, the whole movie.
1: Yeah. Um, I do like a lot of the... Gratuitous, like nostalgia that they do, and I'm just thinking, I was like, I get like some of the stuff that, you, yeah, he probably have, but a lot of this stuff kind of just seemed like set dressing, where it's like, oh yeah, you got to throw that in there.
0: Like this to me, to me, this movie's a perfect movie. Now I'm not saying that it's the greatest movie of all time, but everything about this movie was like, yeah, like we probably yeah. should have had uh, Brian on. To I, talk know, about I this. know
1: that's what I was thinking the whole time re watching. I was like, fuck, you know what? Brian would have been the best to have on here because he would have related with this story like so well. Like, if he didn't see this, this would want, be one that he should watch that he'd be like, man, that was actually really good.
0: Yeah, because watching this, like, so this was placed a couple years before I got into skating. And so I can't say that, like, oh, this is my exact, you know, type of. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> vision of it yeah but it was so close to where it was like yeah that's pretty much what it was but like it i think that the one thing that they did extremely well and that the reason why this movie works so well is that they got skaters to act as yeah. opposed to actors to, to skate, skate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i know that seems like well duh because they want but no here's the thing is when you're watching this, I was like, "Man, I knew these fucking kids."
1: Yeah, I know. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, too. I was like, the, like these just remind me of like people the, I know. The
0: main kid totally remind me of Felix, my cousin Felix, because it like that, like legit looking at him, like I cannot stop thinking like, and this is like Felix because he had an older brother, <laughs> a single mom, except for the only difference is um, his mom wasn't so clingy. She let him get away with a lot, and his older brother didn't hate him. He like absolutely loved him, but, um, but yeah, they looked the same. Like, like yeah. I don't know. It just everything about it was like, yeah, like he was kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna get into. Anyways, the but the the funny thing is, is watching this. It's like, yeah, man, it's this takes me back. Like this takes me back to I know. to going over to my my brother's and my cousin's house and like, you know, me, Felix, we all stay the night and the next door neighbors uh, on the, the other side of the, or the next door uh, apartment complex, they would come over and they would skate and we would all just skate in the little like parking lot that we had right in front. And like, we'd all hang out and, um, you know, me and Felix, we'd go, we take the bus to, uh, Old town, and we'd skate around there, and go to the mall, and stuff like that. And then the soundtrack was just like so fucking on point. I was like, "God damn!" Like e- everything about this movie was just like, and this it is, just feels like it just this, felt so on, like it felt so real.
1: If this is what like people who watch like Stranger Things and like they watch like shows like that 70s show like that makes them feel like when they watch it i'm like i can't wait till there's more films about the 90s because like it just All like the films about the 90s yeah because like the 90s were like and i think last podcast said this too they're like the 90s was the last like best decade
0: i think it's the, it's the last like noticeable decade
1: yeah it had its own like distinction for itself, because I
0: think in the, I think once we got to the two thousands, a lot of it merged to where it's like, oh, this is a totally early two thousands thing, but it's like, no, you could say that it ended a couple of years ago, you know, yeah. type of deal. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, the, the, this movie just it had everything I think yeah I'd want to see in mm-hmm. that type of movie, it- and the best part is the best part about this movie is that it was a movie with skateboarders who yeah. were acting and by no means were there a ton of skateboarding. Mm-mm. It was just there. You know what yeah, I mean? And, like, that,
1: and I think that, that goes to the heart of it too. It's like, I feel like a lot of the things that they do to like kids these days don't really do like, cause it, it also makes me think of like the things that I did, like as a kid, like you do, like, with, like you were talking about, like with your cousin, you just hang out. Like I'd go to, I know it sounds, like, boring, but I used to go to Tucson a lot to hang out with my cousins because that's where everyone lives. But, like, yeah, we would just kind of, like, hang around. We'd go, like, to the park. We'd go around the neighborhood, this and that, just walking around. And it's, like, do kids really do that as much anymore? Like, do they just, <laughs> like, hang out and, like... I mean, they'll go to the mall, I guess. But, like, do they, like, do the things that we we used to do? I don't know. I don't think as much anymore, right?
0: It's... and. I want to review it without like totally getting into like I know. this reminded me of, of my life because so much of it was just like yeah like I like I remember I would remember going in I remember getting my first board I remember going hanging out watching um, like this is skating with uh, with Felix like we put in our we and then we got like all the um, Rodney Mullen versus. uh What's his name? Day Day Wu or something like that. Day Song or something like that. I can't remember his name. But I remember like getting those videos and we watch it and we like joke around and we go outside and like try these tricks and like I was never good at skating. Although I kind of wish like I never gave it up. But I like the the scene where he's in his backyard like skating, trying to learn tricks yeah. and falls. Like I remember that I used to do that all the time because I was like I was always behind everybody else. So like me learning how to ollie was one thing, but me learning how to Ollie like while moving was like, Oh, I can't believe I fucking did it. Like when he's like, Yes, yes. Yeah. I was like that, only I did it better than him. But either way, um, um or the when they're going down the the street and he's like trying to not go fast he's yeah. behind, <laughs> That was me. Like I remember going to my, my friend Keith's house and um he lived in a cul-de-sac and right like in the beginning like where the street would um crash right where the street would end it it would like fall into like this um the 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 mesa like it would go down this mesa like this kind of curve and we would skate down there but like everyone else was so like used to it i'm just like going i'm like (laughs) like super scared Mm -hmm. i only biffed it once but that was when i was already down and i tried to slow down and either way like so much of that was like yeah that's just totally reminds me of like just being a being like a, a preteen teenager again. And then the cool part about it too is like taking myself away from the movie and watching it like with fresh eyes, it doesn't feel like it's it's fake in any way. Like no. it feels like, yeah, this is like this is a like a documentary or not documentary. This is like a um like a biopic of someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you could have said, like, oh, this, and this was the life of so-and-so skater guy. I would have been like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Um, one thing I will say, too, is, like, I mean, it's only an hour and 21 minutes, I think. And it's, like, perfect for what it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, I mean, yeah, it's, like, I think Manchester by the Sea and I think, was it Brooklyn? I don't know, there's a few movies where they kind of... They're these movies that aren't, they don't meander, but they just, they're a story that's just being told that when it finally gets to the end, you're just kind of like, oh man, that's the end. Like, I kind of wanted it to go a little bit longer, but at the same time, it's like, but that is a perfect end. Like, that's not, you didn't need more than that. Like, although you, like, you would want more, but at the same time, you don't need more.
0: Yeah. And this is a perfect perfect example of just showing, showing this stuff on screen. And then you getting the the gist of, like, oh, okay. Because they didn't have to get into this whole thing of, like, what happened. They didn't have to get into, like, you know, how they get away. They didn't have to get about, like, you know, their mom being, like, happy but upset. She just, she walks in, in the end. She sees his friends. She sees his real friends. Like, mm. these people that, yes, yeah, she may not like them but here they are, passed out at the hospital. Yeah, waiting for You know, him. waiting for him. And she can tell, like. Maybe this is maybe this is more than than I understand. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then they're all together at the end, and they're like, "Oh, let's watch, you know, watch this like skate video." And then you're watching it, and you could just tell like they're all like, "Yeah, dude, like, oh, it's so sick." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's this movie to me is fucking awesome. It's perfect,
1: and I I like that Sonny Solchek. You know, he went from being in The Killing of Sacred Deer, and then he did this, and it's like. I can't wait to see what else he's in because he's actually a pretty good actor for, you know, how old is he? He's like,
0: like thirteen. Yeah, 14.
1: he's pretty good. Um, and then Lucas Hedges, um, when I went to go see it, I didn't know he was in this, and then I was like, oh, he's in it. Is he gonna be gay again? <laughs> um, but then he wasn't. He just was a, lo- I mean, a loner. We don't know. Well, yeah, we we don't know because we don't. But he is just a huge loner in this movie. Yeah. Um, which see, like that that too, where like you you understand the brother. Ha- like he's complex too but like I feel like you don't need to know all that much about him like the story's yeah. not about him like yeah you know that he has no friends and like that's what he uses against him but it's like you don't need to know that story and like the same thing with the mom like uh also like Katherine Watterson I think should be in more things because she she's in things but it's like I feel like she she yeah. got into um Fantastic Beasts and it's like that's not doing enough for her <laughs> Cause she was in Logan Lucky and she's she's good in that. Um, yeah, you didn't really need to know that much about like the mom story either. Like the, the that's that's something good that they kept nice and tight. Is that the story is about this kid and yeah. him making these new friends and skateboarding? Yeah, And that's all you need to know.
0: Like everything about the movie was was sick. I don't know. It, it part of it, it honestly is to if I'm being completely honest. A part of it is me being so attracted to the story because parts of it totally mirror my life Mm -hmm. and a part of it is just like seeing how good like um i knew nikel smith um somewhat prior because he was like kind of in that odd future group and so um he was kind of like i kind of knew of him and then um What's his name? Sonny whatever Solchek. Yeah, I mean, being a fan of his from Killing of a Sacred Deer. But the cool part is, is like, minus all that, they're just like they were skaters who wanted who were in this movie. Like Sonny, he's a legit good skater. You know, yeah, he's an actor, and he's the most actor out of everyone Mm -hmm. there. But like the cool part is is they learn how to act the minus him. they learn how to act in that scene when when Ray's talking to Stevie and he's like like you know trying to tell him about his brother and all the stuff and they go skate like you have to sit there and think this dude is not a fucking actor yeah and he's doing an amazing job and I'm and I'm just sitting there thinking like i think this guy has a fucking career i think if yeah. all of them wanted to keep going they, they could. could yeah they because could because yeah, I get that, you know, they're skating and maybe that could be something for their career they could get professional or whatever. But the, but you have to watch this and be like, these guys are just skaters. And maybe that it's one of those things where it's like, well, they're skaters playing skater roles. Sure. But the but that's what's so good about it is that it makes it feel so real, real. so authentic.
1: It's funny, maybe you should cast um appropriately instead of trying to fit people to play these roles huh, instead of maybe getting, like, a Tom Cruise to skateboard and be like, hey, I'm, hey, guys, I'm cool. I'm a Scientologist. You know or what getting, that like, is? Like, one of the
0: stranger, getting the stranger kid scenes in there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, cool, but it's not working. Yeah. I think that's where, I think that's where they got lucky with the movie, too, is that when they saw that Sunny kid, they saw him at the skate park, and they knew that he was an actor. Yeah. So they were like, oh, this is perfect.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: Um... But yeah, I I don't know. To to me, maybe because you know, I will always have love for like the skating community. Yeah, and like the soundtrack of it would just make me feel like, oh, this is this is this is me. Mm. This is my life. Like I feel a part of this more than anything. Maybe that's helping my vision of the movie. But I think you said it I right. Think- where it's like when you sit there and you watch this, and it's just. It finishes, and you're like, yeah, this is amazing end to this movie. Like, this is a great movie.
1: And even separating us from everything you said, just separating us from the nostalgia, separating us from the, well, we can see ourselves in this and this and that. Whatever, right? And our friends. It is, in itself, just a good film. It's succinct. It's precise. It does what you want for a film. It's shot amazingly well. It's shot... There's like on film oh for those like people out there who like film oh it's just a a great film that i feel like more people probably should have seen and should see that i think also jonah hill deserves a little to like do something more too because he proved that he can not only like take a script and be like hey this is what i'm thinking but also like he got them to well, obviously he yeah like they were natural like they were skaters just playing skaters yeah. but at the same time like he did have to do some kind of direction right
0: yeah because if anyone who's ever worked with anyone who's never been on camera like that then you know how hard it is to oh, get yeah. someone to just like act like they're you know feel like this you're doing this and it's like stop smiling <laughs> like don't look at the camera like that don't over exaggerate just yeah. do just, it like
1: this just be normal. Yeah,
0: and taking that, knowing that, and and him taking that a further with these guys who probably never even wanted to be actors. Yeah, and saying like, okay, now you're gonna be in this role. It's like amazing. Like it's it's um it's amazing. That skill, no matter which way you, you know you you want to flip it, and whether or not you're a fan of Jonah Hill's acting. You have to admit that him and um, I think he has like a writing partner or something like that. The guy he like works with, like they have great talent behind the the yeah. camera. And yeah, if this is an if it's any indication of like what could come out between them or him or whatever, it's just like yeah, I'm count me in. <laughs> yeah, like you put it out through a twenty four. You Which, do this awesome story, I, and it's all amazing.
1: It just goes to show too. It's like A twenty four is just so amazing. Like with the films that they put out, they just they just put out. They just know how to like. They just know like this movie is so good. Like we're gonna we're gonna release this.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So, great film, back um, hard. Oh yeah, 100%. would watch it again. You should watch it a couple times. It's yeah. a great. And It's a great movie to just put on. It's not like it's gonna take you, you know two and a half hours it's really quick it feels quick it's yeah uh, pacing's great everything about it's awesome
1: okay so for today's segment let's just talk about something a little bit um a little bit more chill so what i'm thinking about is After watching mid nineties and thinking about like the nostalgia, and when we think about movies that are set in certain time periods and what they have to look like and what they, oh, what they have to reference. What would you say from nineteen fifty to two thousand? Let's let's include the two thousand. What would you say is like the perfect decade to set a movie in?
0: I never really understood romanticizing the past. They speak of it like. It was a magical time. They mm. talk about it like, oh, this was w- one in a million. But then when you look at the shit now and you're like, it's not even close to being perfect now. And we've technically grown.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, how can you say that back then was fine? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so- I, I don't know. And maybe that's different because of, like, stories I've heard from my grandma and stuff like yeah. that. And, like, knowing my mom and how she was going to school and, like, whatever, right? Maybe maybe it's different for me because those stories have always been around my life. But when I see people and they, they, they looked at something like the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and they they shine a light through it like it's like the most amazing oh look at the fashion the music it's like you could like that stuff without having to be in love with that that era you know what i mean like I i don't know it just it feels weird like it always felt weird to me like always felt weird to me the only time that that stuff never feels weird. Is when you take something like a a Quentin Tarantino and he does like a World War Two movie and he completely <laughs> throws everything out the window. And it's like, wait, that didn't happen. That's not how. Wait, what, what are you doing? That's yeah. not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. He like like looking at it in that way. Awesome. When you take these movies and you place them in like the forties and the fifties, and it's like, oh, they had so so much style back then, or the fucking memes of people like. Oh, we're men now versus men back in the day. And it's like, yeah, I'd much take the men now because a lot of them are getting better at yeah, you know, being more open and honest with their feelings. Yeah. They're more open with like different people of different color and sexual orientation and yeah. accepting people. Back in those days, they're they're probably hating gay people, yeah. black people, Asian people. Women women. <laughs> It's like yeah I, I think I'd much, I think I'd much rather stick with those guys yeah. here than now
1: and um I think the best movies or at least the ones that I can think of that like I really like that capture those moments um, shine a light on those like cracks in our history. So like one that's a, a pretty good one is um the Shape of Water where it's set in the s- 60s yeah cold war and um what's the i forget the actor's name the 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 guy the 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 professor doctor um he's gay and like it just goes to show you like he thinks he's flirting with uh the guy who works at the um, (laughs) the the pie shop and the guy in the pie shop just thinks like he's just like oh yeah we're two buds just talking and as soon as like he's like hey I know why you're talking to me, and he like kind of like give like kind of like goes for it, and then he's like like disgusted by it. It's like, yeah, because like as you told her like this this whole time period we're living in like will never accept your kind of love, and it's like because that's just a metaphor for like interracial relationship, right? What? And so it goes to show you like. Yeah, like this this time period. As much as you want to make it like, and it and like even what's his name, um, the the villain uh, Michael, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, like him having sex with his wife. Yeah, like he basically is like, what? Like he, she has to like play dead or something, right? Yeah. Or she can't talk. Yeah. That's she can't make a sound. Yeah. That's what it is, and it's like see, so it just contrasts like what like. what you think about, like, this time period.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That movie movie does a really good depiction of, like, hey, we can have this, like, lighthearted fantasy type of thing. But really, it's disgusting. These people are disgusting. And this era is disgusting because these people don't know any better. They should know better. But they constantly refuse to know better. Like, Michael Shannon's character is so funny because he... He's so fucking American and yeah. stupid that, like, when he's, like, a real man only washes his hand twice. Or a real man doesn't wash his hand twice. Only washes it once, and it's before he uses the bathroom. It's, like, what kind of fucking logic is that? <laughs> you know? like, yeah. and, and, like, I don't know. You're right. That movie's, like, completely perfect. I'm, like, yeah, of course. I think that's honestly why I tend to, to, to love more, like, um, like uh, sci-fi, like space adventure-y stuff, because a lot of it is placed more towards the future, mm-hmm. a place where I can imagine, like, hey, things are kind of better. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like we're only racist against aliens and not yeah. the illegal kind.
0: <laughs> or, like, that's the one reason why I like The Expanse, is that, yeah, they show you, like, oh, like look at all this amazing stuff that we were able to do, but then it's still, like... Oh, we, we treat these... Oh, pff, those are just people working the bell. <laughs> they're they're nobody. And it's like, oh, okay. So we just moved it from Earth. Let's play Sound of Space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think that's maybe... That's why I kind of like that stuff. And I've always liked that stuff. Because it makes me feel like... Hey, this is something I don't know. This is something that could completely be different. This is something that... This is just basing their idea of, you know.
1: Yeah, and and something that they don't have to do is, like, she horn in, like, hey, remember New Coke? Yeah, for a limited time, you can get New Coke again. You remember how much everyone hated it? You can hate it, too. Remember? Uh, Ghostbusters, remember? Ghostbusters was popular.
0: It was a thing.
1: Yeah, it... And it did things. Remember? Um... And Dungeons and Dragons.
0: <laughs> I think the only movie I could think of that I felt like watching it, and I was totally fine with it being placed in a different, like...
1: Time period? Time
0: period. Is maybe like The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Because I felt like it just completely but made see, fun of that idea of being 80s.
1: But I think that's what makes it good, is that when it's a comedy and it's done better, because like... Uh, like um Anchorman does that too, where, where, because it's set at that time, like, yeah, like, yeah, women didn't really have a voice. And so like his, him saying these things sounds ridiculous nowadays, but it's like, but that's how they talked all the time, like straight up to their face. They would just say that. And it's like, that's that, but it works for comedy. Yeah. I think when you're like, uh, another good one is, um, I know it's not as good as the original, but, um, let me in instead of let the right one in. But that one's set in the 80s. But they do it enough to be like, hey, it's the 80s. But you don't re- like. You could really have said it like now. It didn't really matter. Like, But they didn't. It doesn't feel like it has to be the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. didn't shove it down your throat like, oh, like, I'm going to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch. What's an 80s show? Um, Cosby. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Is the
0: Cosby show on? We gotta watch that. No,
1: I think, actually, I think it's uh, it's not on tonight. Well, I guess I'll just go to my room and listen to some Michael Jackson. It's like, ugh, yikes. That was such a horrible time period.
0: And be like, hey, also, can you tell my sister to stop touching my Michael or my OJ um, poster? <laughs> I know he's like the most handsome and best uh, player in the NFL, but please, come on, Mom. You gotta let Tyler cut it out. When I think about like, I could think of movies placed in certain time areas, whatever, right? But like, to me, like I said, that's never been a huge thing. I've actually really liked um, the idea of it kind of being like, when is it placed? <laughs> like, <laughs> because uh, uh, it follows.
1: That's what I was going to say.
0: When you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this is like this today wait no it can't be it's like
1: this is like the 80s right and even like the
0: technology they use it's like well it kind of looks like a modern day cell phone but it's really weird it's like a reader yeah like yeah like it's so like that was done perfect or I,
1: i love that about that movie is that you can't tell
0: yeah or speaking of Stuff like Gentleman Broncos and uh, yes. Napoleon Dynamite, yes. where you're like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of like, when, when am I? Because like, there's things in it you're like, this is the 80s? No, the early mm-hmm. 90s. No, wait. I guess it could be the the early two thousands. No way. I guess it's the eighties because look at the way that they're dressed. <laughs> but then again, like he's—I love that he sets it in like rural America because yeah, like that's in where the you outskirts. Yeah, because that's where you would think like they don't get like the culture as as quick as we do yeah. here, living in the big city. So like, yeah, like of course their their like outfits would be like a little out of date, but like it's. It's, like, the 90s, but, like, they look like they, they have, like, the shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I I, I think I genuinely enjoyed that. When mm. that's pulled off, right? Yeah. It's pulled off extremely well. You're just like, okay, awesome. Because it also makes it feel timeless. Yeah. Like, you don't have to sit there. Because that's one thing that I will admit. That sometimes it's hard for me to go back and watch these movies that maybe once I loved or maybe I had like, fond memories of. But I watch it now and I'm just like... Oh, that's very dated, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it just looks old, or
1: even movies that like they try and what they th- the, they'll throw in references, but at but then when you think about it, you're like people wouldn't like that at that time, like nobody would know that, like I think in the perks of being a wallflower. I think I know it was a one-hit wonder, but uh, come on, Eileen. They're like, oh, what? Like they're actually playing good music, and they they start dancing to it. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know if that would have been like your guys is like for these kids. I don't think they would have been because especially in the book, well, in the book they're into like the Smiths and they're into all this like depressing music, and it's like, why are you gonna be dancing to this very upbeat like song? It's just kind of, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, it's kind of forced. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I get the reference because I like that song, but no one. Okay.
0: I think really the only, the only movie I can think of that puts itself back in time, that doesn't go out of the way to say, like, oh, we're so old, and does it well enough where I can watch it today and I can just enjoy it for what it is, mm. dazed and confused. Mm, yeah. To yes, me, yes, 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 yes. that's a movie that <clears throat> I don't care that it's you know put back in, like, what, 70? I think the mid-70s s- or something? Yeah, 77 or something like that. I don't remember. But um, it's, it's a movie I could watch today that i still enjoy. And they don't, f- they, it's like, it's not forced how, oh, this is in the 70s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't make crazy, you know, uh references or or dumb jokes and it's like oh obviously the 70s and to me to me when i watch that movie it doesn't romanticize the the um the decade either it's just it kind of shows you it kind of does something really well like the 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 mid 90s where it shows you like a place and time you know what i mean like it just feels like that movie um I think that's the only movie I can think of where I genuinely enjoyed something like that, because like I've said before, a lot of that, a lot of the times I, I can't get behind those movies and I kind of don't care, <laughs> and yeah. so it's it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, this is a, it's that that movie they did that um, that definitely happened.
1: No, I think you're right. I think Days and Confused is like a a perfect encapsulation of like. They they did it they did it right where it's like hey instead of focusing on like the pop culture of it let's focus on like how these kids acted like they got kids who were well in like their teens and 20, early twenties in the nineties to play people in their in that age in the seventies it's like that was they did a pretty good job with it
0: that's the only movie I can think of in, in that like in regards to what you're trying to say yeah that I honestly feel like I can back. Um, And then, but like, I'm not saying that any of these other movies are wrong or they're bad or whatever. It's just my taste and like my view. It's hard for me to say, like, oh, yeah, this movie's awesome because like they took it back to like the 60s and it was like so free and open and it was awesome. And I'm like, I don't care.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's pretty much it. Where I don't think there's a particular decade, I think, where. Like, oh, a movie set during the 90s is probably the best, or a movie set during, like, the 60s is probably going to be the best. I think to but, I think
0: for me, movies set in the future yeah. are always going to be somewhat more favorable for me. Because, like I said, it, it's something where I can be like, hey, this is a possibility. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but what some people tend to do is either they, yeah, they romanticize it too much, or they try and throw in a reference too much, or... They don't just try and make a story about people who had to live during that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll just we'll end it there. It's it's your it's your interpretation too of, you know, that whole concept of like what movies are best, like is there a certain era? Like, you know, do you do you prefer like um period pieces? You know, that's something we didn't really even talk about either. No. You know what I mean? So
1: I think that's a whole different subject. Yeah, that's like a
0: subject. Whatever. But we'll say thank you for listening. I do. Uh, we appreciate it as always. And if you would like to show your appreciation, please like or subscribe, follow, whatever you want to, at our intb underscore podcast, and that's mm-hmm. at Instagram and Twitter. Or you can email us directly at podcast at com. Yeah. And, yeah, let us know what you think. Um. Do you have a favorite movie set? You know, in a certain time period, or yeah, you know, is that something you even care about? Um,
1: yeah, unless you're yeah, if you're that person who's a uh, '80s aficionado who's like Stranger Things is the greatest thing that ever existed because it's, it encapsulates everything that is '80s.
0: Or uh, let us know if you saw mid '90s. What you thought about it? Like I said, it's a great film, and I feel like, yeah, a lot of people didn't talk about it right after it came out. (laughs) Yeah, what did
1: did you guys think? Did you think it was good? Did you think it was bad? Did you just think our opinions suck? Let us know.
0: And most importantly, um, let us know what you think about our new uh, venture into YouTube for reals this time. Yes. Yes. Is there anything that you like to watch? Is there anything that you don't like seeing on screen? Is there something that maybe one of your favorite YouTubers does that you're like, oh, this is awesome. Everyone should do that. Or maybe there's something where you're like, I fucking hate it when people do this with whatever, blah, blah, blah.
1: I hate seeing (sighs) um, people of color interacting with people of
0: white color. In a casual conversational <laughs> setting. You
1: know. But, yeah, uh, check it out. You know, like I said, we're at the top of the episode. We're going to try and do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, you know, like, subscribe, try and listen to this, because we'll try and cross-promote. We're going to try and announce things on this, about that, on there, about this. So then you'll you'll constantly be in the know of what's going on with us. So you won't just be out of the loop. We're going to try and get out there more, is what we're trying to say.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah, comment, message us, email us, and just let us know. Did you watch Double or Nothing? Did you think that, you know, wrestling is in a new era now? Do you think WWE should, you know... Start to to worry about competition. That'll know. be
1: later when we're on when we actually get to the wrestling podcast. That we're just let do. me say,
0: okay, it's all a right. great. It was a great pay per view, and the fact that people watched it mm-hmm. and 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 physically hated watching what they're seeing just made me feel well, like maybe WWE isn't for me anymore.
1: Well, here when we're when we're done, when we're off of this, you can just you can yell at me all you want yeah. and tell me what happened. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, like, WWE is just constantly going in the different direction in which their fans want them to go. And you're just sitting here like, why, Vince? Why?
1: I don't know. Yeah.
0: Anyways, let us know about any of that. And uh, while you do that, please, always remember, it's not that bad. (laughs) It's not that bad.